Hi, welcome to The Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Verkley. And Kevin, I've got four types of soap, but only three places to put them. Well, what kind of soap is it? Well, I've got some bar soap, and some gel-based soap, and some foaming soap, and some hand sanitizer. Well, where can you put them? Well, I've got a bathroom, a kitchen, and a garage. What was the basic feel of these places? Well, one of them's kind of private, another one is very ornamental, and the last one's kind of cold. What kind of cold is it? It's the kind of cold that sort of slowly seeps into your bones from afar. How you doing, Jeremy? Well, uh, <laughs> I've had better days, Kevin. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> nothing inspires me to be, become more handy than when something breaks and I don't want anyone to come to my house. Yeah, that that is the uh, that's the unofficial slogan of this time. Is oh, guess I gotta do it myself. <laughs> exactly. So I spent most of today <laughs> taking apart my dishwasher. Oh, oh, yeah, that, yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I had to um, use a bucket to get the water out of it because it would not drain. All right. Yeah, it was. It's it's not a great story, Kevin. How was your day? <laughs> uh, I mean, as you know, I don't know what day it is anymore. Days. <laughs> <laughs> I had I I had someone say to me that there is no more Saturdays. There's just today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I which which I thought was very smart. And then I watched the the um SNL Saturday Night Live at home, and like you stole that joke from Tom Hanks. <laughs> don't reuse Tom Hanks jokes with me. Yeah, you think I yeah. don't watch what Tom Hanks is doing? I know, I know Tom Hanks. I know what Tom Hanks is up to. Get out of here. Um, I've, I've actually been somewhat enjoying um, watching the content that a lot of creators are coming up with in the, this whole, you know, uh, isolation quarantine thing. Yeah, it's, it's almost like creative people are good at creating par- parody and comedy of whatever situation they're in. Yeah, and notably, most of them don't have aren't, – aren't constantly about only, like, COVID. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had I had a um uh I had a meeting with a uh, with a my writers group and we were talking about you know you know writing stories that have to do with this I'm like I don't I have not seen any <laughs> stories any COVID stories but you know they're making them you yeah. know Hollywood is like well now what stories do we write about this I'm already done I don't care. Yeah, well, you know the stories are going to be, like, based on a true story, and it's going to be, like, two people separated by the virus <laughs> trying, to get yeah. to, to, trying to get to each other. Yeah, and I'm already done. Like, I, yeah, I like, already, already divested from that idea. Yeah, I already don't care. I, I like the things that people are doing that because of restrictions placed upon them, um, but <laughs> I don't. I don't care about the stories, but like, oh, but here was my COVID story. I'm like, cool. Yeah, um, I think my favorite one that I've seen so far, I'll see if I can find it later and send it to you, is mm-hmm. um, a list of pandemic recipes. Yeah. And like the first three are normal recipes and like <laughs> every other one on the list is just like 
go onto your couch and get the dust mites and mix them with Oreos. Now you have dust and cream. Like, <laughs> it just, like, becomes, like, scrounging post-apocalyptic eating. That's pretty um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nice turnaround. I've actually been really enjoying um, watching the late the late night shows that have now become YouTube shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that have now become vlogs. Yeah, now <laughs> now all of the uh, like Seth Meyers and Stephen Colbert are now just doing vlogs yeah. <laughs> from their house. Yeah. So I like some of them. They're just like, yeah, now you're home alone. Just do whatever, <laughs> do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Get wild out there. Uh, and seeing them like still do the interviews, so now we're just knowing what everybody's houses look like. Yep. Now yeah. we have even more information about celebrities. Uh, <laughs> it allows you to gauge a lot, though, about like the celebrities. Like I don't care about the ones like I, ah, you know, I'm trapped in my multi-million-dollar mansion. But then you see someone who like you've seen on TV. And I'm like, oh, you live in a one-bedroom apartment in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like okay, you know what? Now more related to like yeah. To now, you. now you're cooler. Now I now I enjoy you a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I know that you're also struggling. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you're dealing with similar problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but we're dealing with a different problem. That's right. Today. The yeah. problem is Kevin. We need a creature to feature. We need to feature some sort of creature uh, that's. We will talk about in a world that is much different from this one. Yeah, and the the main problem with these that we're running into right now is that neither Kevin and I really want to do something that's monstrous. Well, <laughs> it's it's just because we also do this in Halloween. Well, it's all, um, it's also kind of just like you know, if we do something monstrous, we want it to be connected to something wild, like the the Lugaroo. Well, also, the thing that you'll get is you look through the the folklore creatures of this world is at a certain point, they fall into certain categories, pretty much. And there's yeah. a lot of them there just like, ah, oh, this monster looks weird and kills people. And that's <laughs> not super fun to talk about because, like, well, we'll have a monster that has, you know, the head of a rhino and yeah, the we, body. We, we kind of already did that with hydras. Yeah, Hydra. But, but it was more interesting with Hydras because there are multiple types. <laughs> yeah, well, and they have a very specific thing they do, which is that their he- that their heads regrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not immortal, but their heads regrow. Yeah. So we had to we had to look into ooh, various folklore to try to figure out what what would be the creature of the feature. Yeah, Kevin went to look at the exotic other places of the world, and I went to my roots. And so our creature. This week has its roots in Holland, in the Netherlands, and mm-hmm. it is called Kevin a kabooter. A kabooter. That's right. Now, here's the thing: when you say kabooter, that sounds to me um, like some like some guy from you know uh, the deep south trying to figure out what's that Japanese theater that they do. It's that kabooter stuff, you know? Uh, nope, that's not it. And that's no. kabuki, Kev- Kevin. I know. It, that's why I said some of the far south. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, a kabooter, Kevin, is a Dutch gnome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about these. Tell me about the gnome. But the first thing I want to tell you, Kevin, is that people think that the appearance of this of these gnomes, of these kabooters – came to be because someone ate mushrooms in the forest and hallucinated them while looking at a red squirrel. 
okay, so that gives us some concept of <laughs> what size, they, size and ability. Size and ability. Um, red squirrels not that big. Nope, they're pretty small. No, uh, but very agile. Very agile. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 is the description though that they give of these creatures? Well, there is no description of the female. But okay. the, the males have long beards and wear right. tall, pointed red hats. Okay, so like, un- like the cla- the classic pulp cult pop culture version of a gnome, like a yeah, travel like a gnome. like a garden gnome, basically. like a garden, like a garden gnome, but also kind of a squirrel. Yes, yes. So, All so right. that's the image of these people that we have to work with. All right. Now, now I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. So as we know, they're tiny, and they're said to live underground, like in a hill, for instance. Although in more modern retellings, they live in large mushrooms. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're spirits who help in the home. Wait. I just had to just someone going with that, popping down some mushrooms, seeing a squirrel and being like, whoa, what if the squirrel lived in the mushrooms I ate? <laughs> Yeah. What if I ate that squirrel and he lived in the mushrooms? What if I ate that squirrel's home? What if I? What if that squirrel's angry at me because I ate his home? Oh man, I, I gotta get away from that squirrel. Yeah. So, and so his Kevin, long I, beard. I said that they help in the home. Yeah. Uh, and they were said to mostly help farmers and households in regions that they lived. And they and came. ability of squirrels. Yes. Yeah. Also. They they came at night. And did not want to be seen by people. <laughs> okay. So they're yeah. kind of introverts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't well, – we'll help you out, but don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me during. Yeah. If people did see them, the the kabooter would punish them. <laughs> what, what, an, what a passive, aggressive play – by these little shits yeah. who are like, who are like, let me help you with your house, and then you see them and you're like, oh, look, this one of the computer. He's like, how dare you look at me? Yeah, so uh, I'm just going to give you the outcomes of two different stories involving these things, okay, Kevin? All right. So All right, once, is, the, is the setup the same? Uh, no, right. I'm I'm the one of the stories uh, talks about a farmer who okay. spied on the gnomes. Yeah. And later, the gnomes blinded him in one eye as punishment for spying on him. Okay. Okay. Did the well, why did the farmer spy on the gnomes? He was inquisitive, Kevin. <laughs> so uh, wait, what were the gnomes doing that the, the farmer spied them on? He they came to his farm at night, and he okay. watched them help him help his farm. <laughs> so so did did he, he was like, like, how do they do this? And he watched them, and they were like, Nah, that ain't right. <laughs> Fuck are you doing? The fuck are you doing? One of your eyes gonna be blind now. Take his eye, Jerry. Doesn't say how they made him blind, by the way. I mean, I assume they with uh, a heated up spoon and just scooped it out. <laughs> or magic. No, I'm assuming it is the most brutal way it could. <laughs> if these if these little things were magical, why would they, they, they their process has to be cleaning up the house why wouldn't they do just magic? Yeah, I guess, like, that, I guess that's true. When I think of these things cleaning up the house, I think that they're doing, like, <laughs> real work. <laughs> they're not just coming by and casting a spell. Yeah, they're, they're bringing miniature brooms and dustpans. Yeah. yeah. God, 
But if but if you see them, they take an eye. Next well, time, they take a finger. I th- I think the type of thing is if you see them, they don't really care. But if you're spying on them, uh, <laughs> that, that's a different thing. So it, it is made clear that that the that that farmer has, you know, his his house has been cleaned many times, and he's like, what. What's happening here? Why is my house always being cleaned? And why is or why is all this farm work being done? So he sets his alarm to wake up early. Uh, no, he does out. just doesn't go to bed, Kevin. He pretends to go to sleep. <laughs> the, that that implies also the fact that they that they wait to make sure he goes to sleep because he had to pretend to go to sleep, and then they're like, "All right, the old guy's out. Time to clean." Let's let's clean his stuff, man. He's gonna wake up in the morning. He's gonna be so happy about this. He's gonna be he's gonna be feeling great. But instead, he just closed his eyes and let's, went like, "Let's brush those cows." Uh, <laughs> now, now, can I tell you the outcome of the second story? All right, tell me about the second story. The second story, Kevin. Uh, a kabooter teaches a Dutch man how to make wooden shoes. So, how to make clogs? Okay. So, yeah. so a Dutch cobbler. Are yeah, they, are they still cobblers if it's clogs? I don't know. Cloglers. Yeah, well, it's probably just a clogger. A clogger, a Dutch, a Dutch clogger. Yeah, a Dutch uh, clogger. Which sounds real close to a slur. Uh, <laughs> um, so a Dutch clogger um, <laughs> gets taught because apparently he's bad at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a gnome teaches him to, or a, a, a kabooter. Yeah. Teaches him to be a better clogger. Well, how to make them. It how to make them. So how to make that, wooden shoes. Before that, he had no idea how to make wooden shoes. No idea. Zero idea. So he, so he was just a dude. Yep. And, the, and this, this The kabooter, first clogger, Kevin. Well, he was the first clogger? I don't know. Well, I mean, you make the call. You read the story. I mean, I feel like if... If you need to be taught by a magical forest gnome how to make it, you probably are the first person. Okay, so either he's incompetent and, <laughs> or he's the first one ever. Yeah. Um, and I think at that point, from his perspective, it doesn't really matter. Um, a, a, a forest s- spirit um, bestows upon him the knowledge of how to carve wood into the shape of a shoe. Exactly. With, you know, proper arch support and all those things. You know what? Actually, I've worn clogs before, and they can be pretty comfy. The, 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 <laughs> this kabooter taught him how to make Air Jordans. <laughs> and, and he was like, I can make that out of wood. And when you squeeze these, they pump up. <laughs> oh, very interesting. I'm probably going to make it out of wood, though. Why do we even bother? God damn it. <laughs> Get out of here, Mike. That being Michael Jordan. Yeah. He was, he was with the Kabooter, I guess. Uh, and that's all the information I have to share on the Kabooter. So do, so the, the entire story of that is that they taught him how to make clogs and then he lived happily ever after? Yeah, I mean, it, it's not a complicated story, Kevin. <laughs> I thought there was going to be another turnabout. Like he was going to, <laughs> I don't know, watch them leave and they're like, don't look at me, leave. No, but the reason why I, these two stories in particular are the ones I bring up is because in one you see if you spy on them, you get punished pretty severely. <laughs> yeah. But on the other hand, if you just see one, like, they might help you out and teach you how to make wooden shoes. <laughs> so really, they they just only like things done under their terms. Yeah. I think so. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> They're like, look, <laughs> you seem to be having problems. 
I'm going to show you how to make shoes. <laughs> how but would you the- like some shoes? But on the other hand, they'll be like, oh, you know what? We'll secretly, we'll do this guy's barn work. Uh, I'll be, we'll, we'll secretly help him out with that. Uh, but if he sees us, going to take an eye. Yep. Going to take, take an eye. Going to take one of his eyes. Going to chop off a finger for every time you spied on us. Hey, um, what's a good, what's a good kaboot? Hey, Jub-Jub. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That seems like a good kabooter name. Uh what what why 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 take the eye because <laughs> you were spying uh <laughs> th- there is one name that we have kevin all right and that is gnome king Kyrie. 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 yeah is that how you pronounce that name yeah. i'm pretty sure Kyrie is a character from kingdom hearts um, yes, this one has uh, one of those accent things over the E, so that's why it's emphasized different. Kyrie. Yeah. So you, you, you say it like a, you know, a kabooter just stabbed you with a pin at the end of it. Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, and do we know anything about, what was that, Gnome King Kyrie? Yeah, the Gnome King Kyrie. Um, you don't know a lot about him. The only thing Wikipedia has to say about him is that, one day, Gnome King Kyrie was shot by a hunter in the heathlands of Reethoven. Most sources named the winter of 1952 or 1953. <laughs> it's um, not even a magical thing. No, nope, it's nope. just like the history of a person. He had enough strength to reach the Devil's Mountain where the gnomes lived. The hunter looked for what he had shot down when he heard a shocked gnome say, Kyrie is dead. <laughs> the sad message that their king had died spread quickly among all gnome settlements in this region. Gnome King Kyrie was buried somewhere in the Hugelun, and after the death of their king, all gnomes left the area to an unknown destination. No one has ever seen or heard of these gnomes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're telling me this legend tells <laughs> the time that, a, that someone killed their king and the empire fled. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's not nobody has ever seen. It's a no one has ever since heard or seen of these camping gnomes. Their king died, and they were like, "Fuck, guess we're leaving." <laughs> yeah, you know, we're we're <laughs> you you spy on us. We take an eye. You, yeah, you have problems making making shoes. We help you make those. You kill our king. All right, we're out, man, dude. Whoa. But apparently, belief in this Kyrie uh, is so strong. There's actually a statue in Holland. In the Dutch province of North Brabant. Wow, you took it way too. I mean, they're hoping that the they'll come um, back. They'll come back because that hunter killed their king. Yeah, the way that is written was so wildly <laughs> like like there's there's no sense of wonder or magic in that. That's just a police report. You read yeah. to me a police report. <laughs> where, yeah, on, on the death of the gnome king, Kevin. <laughs> death of the gnome king. Sad news today out of. Uh, Devil's Mountain, uh, Gnome King Kyrie has been shot in an unfortunate hunting accident. Uh, a <laughs> upon the, upon discovery, people heard all the gnomes say, "Oh shit, Kyrie's dead!" <laughs> all at once, and uh, they haven't been seen since. The hunter responsible says, oh, "I thought it was a squirrel." <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Now, so, so, so with all that information, Kevin, why don't you provide a quick synopsis to what these uh, creatures can do? Well, 
Hang on. I want to. I want to very quickly um, continue on our earlier story of the idea that um, if these are people had mushrooms and hallucinated squirrels, the continuation into the gnome king Kyrie is that a hunter um, <laughs> took a bunch of mushrooms, shot a squirrel, <laughs> and then heard a bunch of other squirrels say, <laughs> "Kyrie is dead," uh, and he went, "Oh shit! I gotta go home." Ah oh, shit! He buried his gun in the backyard. <laughs> He never told his wife. Well, why would you tell your wife, Kevin? You murdered royalty. <laughs> Honey, why'd you come home so quickly from the hunt? Nothing. No nothing reason. Nothing wrong. No reason. We're, we're hungry, though. We need some food. Well, th- nothing in the woods. <laughs> woods nothing are empty. out there. <laughs> the woods are empty. Brought you these mushrooms, though. <laughs> Honey, you guys have me those mushrooms. They make you paranoid. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> How dare you? I'm going to take the, take the children and go. We don't have any children. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, I'll summarize what we know about these gnomes. Mm-hmm. They seem innately helpful. They want to do things for people. They want to like the the only our only context of interacting with them is them doing things for us. Whether it be helping doing out. things for us. Punishing us for spying. Well, I, or, I haven't gone. I haven't gone dying, there yet, Kevin. I haven't gone there yet. Oh, okay. Um, they, they, their life seems to be doing things for us because this. It, we aren't. We aren't talking like, unless if you can um, find anything else. We aren't talking like uh, the the fairies or the fae of Celtic mythology, where they like to frolic in the woods and something upon them might cause you punishment. These um, Kabooter are discovered. You know doing tasks that we have spied on them for. So they are built around helping people uh, and and introducing new forms of (laughs) clothing-based technology, I guess. I I do have not uh, some more text here, Kevin, but a little bit more uh, image work. Perfect. That shows some female kabooters. Okay. Uh, the female kabooters look like they have uh, tall red hats as well. Makes sense. That is but their they, they are have sort of like a palm on top. <laughs> yes, that is their vagina. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, but it looks like they mostly are gatherers. So, so rather than having hunters and gatherers, we have gatherers and helpers. Yes. <laughs> so, so while... <laughs> You're telling me that the traditional, uh, quote-unquote, gender roles for the kabooters is that, well, the women gather food and make sure that that their civilization uh, has sustenance. The males go out and just sort of help farmers with shit. Well, they got to do something. (laughs) You got to do something throughout the day. (laughs) They got to get out of the house, Kevin. (laughs) It's not very clear that they – do they get anything from the farmers? Uh, the satisfaction of a job well done. Perfect. The thing is, the thing is, Kevin, is that the, these images that I'm looking at of the kabooter, like they're not picking like berries and stuff. They're picking like grasses and herbs and flowers. So maybe they're just trying to make the ecosystem better for that. Well, I mean they also could just be herbivores. That's true. They, they could eat grass. Yeah. Yeah, that you know what that makes as much sense as anything else. They are squirrels, <laughs> after all. Exactly. Uh, so uh, these kabooter are naturally inclined to help. Uh, at least the male the males are. 
the women have to keep, I guess, the society from <laughs> starving. <laughs> from collapsing. From collapsing as the men are just like, yeah, no, we go help them. Um, however, they have this intense, like... Dislike? Not, it's, it's not even secrecy. <laughs> it's, it's this intense, like, anti... Um, it's almost like anti-fame. Uh, it's... I don't know if it's anti-fame. It's it's the I'm trying to think of the actual surveillance. They hate surveillance. Yeah. yeah. The these 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 kabooters are anti-establishment. They don't want they don't want the government in their phones. They don't want the government in their houses. Uh, the government being farmers. A- anybody. Anybody <laughs> else. They're fine if they like here. If they come out and they see you, that is fine. But if they feel like they're being spied on, if they feel like they're being watched, if they see like there's too many cameras on these streets, these CCTV cameras, then they're going to get violent. Yeah, they <laughs> they don't they don't want uh cameras at traffic lights. The thing is that all these kabooters have read 1985. <laughs> okay. 1985, 1984. Uh, oh, that's what no. they did after their king died. That tracks with the timeline we've got. <laughs> Is that the timeline that we're going for? 1984, <laughs> not 1985. No, um, I was just joking. Um, <laughs> they read that. They read Brave New World. They all, all they they got really into dystopian fiction, and they're like, "Man, I they do watched not- they watched Metropolis. They watched Metropolis. <laughs> they they even watched Minority Report, and they're like, "Oh no, no." Well, uh, minority part was just them being like, see, see, free cogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they, they don't use magic because <laughs> they think it's precogs. <laughs> they exactly. just don't like precogs. Exactly. So, Kabo- Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, uh, what is the world like with uh, these things in it? Or, or do we have anything else to add? Well... <laughs> I mean, there's the the only final thing we know about them is that they can be killed. <laughs> <laughs> they can be killed, but Kevin, they can be killed. They, they, they li- can make it back to their home. Well, I mean, that, that's because he was winged. Like he shot him, he shot him through the through the leg, through the femoral artery. So he bled out pretty <laughs> hard. Um, he bled out quick enough that essentially, yeah. He- but but the thing is, Kevin. He crawled all the way back to Devil Mountain. Yeah, but the hunter also got to Devil Mountain, and I doubt the hunter was actually hunting him, which means the hunter was close enough to, to quote-unquote, Devil Mountain, which, let's be clear, is a large, like, mound of dirt, probably about <laughs> four feet tall. Devil uh, Mountain. I mean, it's Devil's Mountain. Devil's but, uh, Mountain. I, I feel it's a real mountain. It's it's uh, got a real Dutch name. I read the translation because uh, nobody wants to hear me try that. <laughs> so it, so yeah, fine. It's a re- it's a real mountain. But the hunter, I doubt that he followed that. He looked for what he had shot down. Yeah, you you don't you don't travel for miles looking for what you shot. You, I guess that's true. You look it, it around would be the, the area. You look around the area you shot, being like, "What the hell did I hit? What what went? Oh fuck!" And then ran off. <laughs> <laughs> what what I hit? Can I, I just, must tell my people. Can I just clarify? Did the, what 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 this hunter heard? Did he hear Ky- What is the exact phrase that says there? Kyrie is dead. When he heard the shock gnome say, "Yeah," uh, quote quotation, 
Kyrie is dead. End quotation. Okay, let's be clear. This hunter said that was like, whoa, I shot this thing called Kyrie. Now, I'm a really good hunter. Clearly was a king. Just saying. Just saying, <laughs> I killed a king. He has no idea that that's a king. All they say is Kyrie. And he's like, I, yeah. I, I think the the implication is is that Ky- King Kyrie was known as the king of the gnomes. <laughs> Okay, then let's take it take it back then. Why was the king just wandering off on his own where he could get shot? You got to get out of the house, Kevin. <laughs> Sometimes you, the, that that king slipped his royal guards, <laughs> yeah. went out, got shot. You got was gonna beat. was gonna go make some wooden shoes. <laughs> Gnome King Kyrie wanted to gift. I mean, he was gonna, actually going to gift the cure for cancer upon us until that hunter bodied him. Good job, fucking hunter. Good job, hunter. <laughs> I notice your name isn't in the story, hunter. <laughs> no, you're uh. just you're just just a hunter. <laughs> I don't know. I it, either either he really claimed he was punching above his uh his weight class, or that king should have had some guards on him. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, um, I, I mean, I don't know how I don't know how Kabuta royal pro- protocols work, but you think that if they were sad enough that they left the area after he died, maybe they thought it was a declaration of war. <laughs> They're I like, mean, "We helped you. I don't want to fight. <laughs> we helped you, and occasionally took an eye from you. You spying. That's why, but only because of this unlawful surveillance. Wiretaps. <laughs> the television can see me back." Yeah, what's up with I, that? I I was I was I had my Kabooter iPhone in my pocket and I was talking about getting a swing set for my backyard <laughs> oh, and oh, now man. all my targeted ads are swing sets. There would be so much retribution going at Apple right now. <laughs> <laughs> so much punishment. I mean it it would have So many to- so many Apple ge- uh, geniuses with eye patches. <laughs> I mean, yeah, cuz Though might most of the computers may not believe that they're spot they're spying on them, if the ones that who have even an idea, they're like, oh well, maybe they are. They're just gonna take an eye. These these computers, they don't like check things beforehand. They let their king wander off on his own. <laughs> they, I mean, I they mean, take Kevin, eyes when when your society is based around gathering food and going and helping homesteads. I feel like you know, there's. It's not a complex life. Well, I will also say that he is like, king. Assuming that that means that's a man, it means that it doesn't seem like the men are in this uh, culture are super responsible. <laughs> like they're real handy. Don't get me wrong; they are incredibly yeah. handy. Yeah. But <laughs> but they don't. It's not even like um, you get from a lot of Irish folk, uh, folklore with those fae folk, where it's like, oh, and they get. Milk and honey left out for them. No, no, they just do. No, they the, they do. just do the shit. They just do it on occasion. They got a sweet eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking, Kevin, uh, if because you brought up Irish folklore, yeah, uh, it does say that the kabooter is very closely related to the Scottish brownie and the English hob, as well as the Irish leprechaun. Okay, so yeah, lots of stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. However. Uh, I will say that they are probably the nicest version. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they don't. They, they only punish you if they believe you are part of an authoritative surveillance state. Yeah, yeah. Basically, 
brownies, you have to leave them milk or cream or some other offering. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you anger them, they turn into bogarts, which are incredibly malicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The <laughs> the brownies essentially are are we we are helpful, but you cross us once, and man, we're just we take it out on everybody. Uh, there is something that will make a brownie leave forever, though. Oh, is it when you shoot the king? No, it's when you try to baptize them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to succeed. You just have to, you just have yeah. to make, a, make an honest threat that you're yeah. about to save that <laughs> that boggart soul. Yeah. Uh, or if you try to give them clothing. <laughs> okay, one of those seems a lot easier and a lot less religious. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh, we know we know about Hobbes. Everybody knows about Hobbes, right? Yeah, um, no, noted partner of Shaw. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Hobbes are basically like the opposite of the Kabooter because they come into the house and like mess things up. Yeah, yeah. Just um, like just like Shaw. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. That's basically it. <laughs> they, they go around and make your house like worse basically they're kind of like gremlins but for houses okay um and you get them to leave by giving them some a new set of clothing once again these <laughs> things just don't want to be dressed yeah yeah they just get <laughs> they got to be free balling it Ken. <laughs> yeah. okay see that hob there i can see his dick gotta get him some pants <laughs> go get him some new clothes i'll get that guy some the, new clothes don't want to see that dangle anymore i don't know <laughs> Uh, I think that's a pretty good um, idea of what these things are and what they might be. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we should probably figure out what this world's going to be like. But I think first, we should take a commercial. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Slow Time Travel. Have you ever wondered what it would be like far ahead in the future from now. Picture the amazing technologies beyond your event horizon. We're talking about flying cars, time travel, cures for every disease imaginable. The holodeck. All the things that you saw on Star Trek and Star Wars could be real in the future. Put your brain in the cloud. And all you have to do, if you want to reach it, if you want to travel forward in time is wait I'm doing it right now all right Kevin tell me tell me of this magical world with gnomes okay well first of all it would be all of our houses and every stuff would be a lot cleaner well, I think they would be a lot cleaner until we started becoming the surveillance state that we currently are. Well, <laughs> we would have to be careful about that. Like, there's things like nest cameras in houses, and you don't want them to learn about those. Well, I, one thing I want to bring up, Kevin, is that, one, uh, they have kings, so they have some sort of ruling class. Yes. And, two, if that king dies from foul play... Everyone leaves and goes somewhere else. I mean, we we assume it's only from foul play. For all we know, the way that their uh, culture, so societal system works is that when a king dies, they go somewhere else and find a new king. 
Like, it's the opposite of how <laughs> it usually works. Well, yes, but the thing is, is that there's no... The only way we know... The only thing we know makes them leave is if somebody shoots their king and they die. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that we do not know that causation equals correlation. I guess that's true. We know that someone shot... That the reason their king died was because someone shot him. <laughs> I, but we don't yeah, know. They so I, I guess I guess it is. If a king dies, everybody leaves. Yeah, they're like, all right. I guess we're out of this area for a while. But presumably, they're immortal. Um. Well, they don't, I don't sure. Why? I don't think they die from old age. I mean, that's reasonable enough. Yeah. Um. They they clearly have some societal system where they still need to eat and do things such as that. Yeah. Yeah. But they may. But they may be. You know immortal in, in the sense that they will not age into, you know, unexistence. I think death. I think the single biggest change is that when humanity is developing into towns and stuff uh, or hamlets, uh, you know, it's going to be important for them to foster an area where these gnomes can live. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for the the moment in human history where we're like, okay, cool. So now we have these uh, these kabooters around us. What do they want? And everyone's like, we we don't know. They don't take anything. <laughs> uh, they want uh, the kabooters. Kabooters want two things. They want to not be looked at and not get shot. <laughs> All right, simple which enough. I mean, which, How do we I'm get them be, to I'm do more of our work then? Let's threaten to shoot them. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, Jeremy. Not wanting to be looked at and not wanting to get to get shot. I also don't like them. I <laughs> oh my god, Kevin, you're a kabooter. I think I think it'll come live in a mushroom a in my backyard and do my chores. Uh. <laughs> I think other than yeah, I guess other than wanting to do everybody else's chores, I think everybody's very kabooter like in some ways. Yeah, we don't we don't like police states, and we don't want to get shot. Look, some people like police states, Kevin, and those people are dictators. <laughs> Hashtag just girl things. <laughs> Just kabooter things. Just kabooter things. <laughs> Though I will say the dictators don't want to be the ones being watched. They want to watch other people. Yeah. And if anything, the the kabooters are super fine at spying on other people. That's true. They 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 had to but watch that's, that. That's farmer because to the kabooters sure know Kevin that they're not going to do anything. <laughs> people that spy oh, on so them shoot their king. <laughs> yeah. Well, but people. But <laughs> But people, but the computers will spy on us if we, if we are caught spying on them. And there's no way the computers know whether or not you are spying on them, or you wake up in the middle of the night because you want to go get, you know, a cup of milk, and you walk down the stairs. There's computers there. Maybe they're just gonna be like, "Ah, you were spying on us." And you're like, "No, no, 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 no. I just woke up." No, no. See, I'm wearing my boxers. <laughs> these are the, these. Are, I sleep in these. I have no idea what's going on here. I don't know why all you squirrels are in my what house. What time is it? <laughs> Where am I? Like, like we, they, they, they don't seem smart. <laughs> so you may have to be real careful that if you think there's kabooters in your house, you're like, well, guess I'm just staying in bed. Maybe I know you get up and you go, all right, just getting out of bed to get a drink of water because I'm thirsty. Um, oh, man, here I am standing up, getting out of bed. <laughs> Now I'm walking down the stairs. Oh. You don't even know those computers there. It's just it's best. Yeah. It's best to announce your entrance into every room. You know what? Caution is 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 good. I do think I do think that because these things are pretty 
rash and they'll just take an eye if they think you're spying on them. You might we might develop into a society of people who announce entrances. <laughs> You mean we might revert to that society? Uh, well, no, because in the past, other people would introduce here us. Here now I enter, Jeremy, son of Vern. I mean, yeah, sure. Because you want to know, the computers to know that you are entering that room because you want to enter that room, not because you are spying on them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that way that works, that if you enter a room and they're, like, cleaning up in there, you see each other and they're like, oh, all right, we guess we'll finish up tomorrow. And then they wander off. One thing I really do love about the Kabooter is that, like, they, yeah. they clearly they don't care about actually being seen. They care about the surveillance. So that means, in my mind, that there would be a Kabooter anti-gun lobby. <laughs> okay just like shows up in front of congress and goes we'd like to put forward our case for less guns <laughs> we've we've had a very bad history with guns and we would like them to not be around anymore i'm sure you've all heard of the famous story of king Kyrie. <laughs> and then and then people people are like look the Kabooters had one guy die with guns, and they completely are against them now. We've had how many people die to guns? And we're like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> Truly, the Kabooters are the more evolved life form. Yeah. Uh, we still haven't found our own tribe that King Kyrie died from. They literally moved away from everybody. <laughs> so you might, just... you might say one person died from the gun, but literally – 2,000 people of our race just went missing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think probably what happens is they, want, they just – they're all like, well, I guess we just go our own way and they all just wandered off confused. They all grab their lutes and start singing <laughs> Go Your Own Way. You can go <laughs> your own way. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I like the idea of them just being confused walking around. One of them like opens up a door and then closes it again like they just don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Uh, I like to think it's, they're being like, well, we can't go where anybody else is. Time to go live on the ocean floor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll clean fish houses or something. Uh, the other option, Kevin, is that we can say that if we want to include more of the brownies and the hobs in this world, we can say that they all became brownies and hobs and that if their king dies, they become less nice. I mean, I doubt they become more nice. That's, that's fair. I think. I think. I think maybe they just enter other Kabooter like uh, groups, and they're the ones who are like very close to. If they like, you know, if they even think they're being spied on, they'll take an eye. <laughs> yeah, they're the more. They're, they're more paranoid about surveillance. Yeah, other other ones might be like, you know what? He probably was just waking up to get a get a cup of water. Didn't think he was spying on us. But those ones, those ones who, who had their king killed, and they've tasted the pain of uh, of loss, of, surve- <laughs> of loss and a surveillance state. Because uh, as far as because for all well, they know, that hunter was. I mean, he was spying on the king. That king wasn't watching him as he <laughs> shot and that, him. That king was taken by surprise. That king was taken by surprise. <laughs> these these computers are like, oh, don't get behind me. Yeah, what are the odds of shooting something that small by accident? <laughs> I think 100% it was an accident. Because <laughs> why would you shoot something that small on purpose? Yeah. yeah. But for, from their point of view, yeah, absolutely, it was a targeted attack. Exactly. <laughs> the, 
They want they wanted Kyrie out of the way. Following the because, death of King Kyrie, we noticed a sixty percent increase in the sales of eye patches. <laughs> the what I'm saying is that these computers have a lot of cons- like conspiracy theories and a lot of you know <laughs> worries and concerns that are weirdly relatable to certain groups of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think uh, their response would be to war, Kevin? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I have to imagine that probably what they would be is that they would be like in a house trying to clean up, and then you know the bombs would drop. Yeah. Like no, like no. I think I think their response to any of those like world wars, anything like that, is like, well, uh, guess, I guess, guess we we're hide in our leaving. mounds. Because <laughs> we hide in our mounds. Yeah. Try not to avoid it. Oh man! What, once they learn about drones and satellites, <laughs> yeah. Google also full of eye patches. <laughs> well, Google Google is, Maps. The question comes down to who do they blame? Because if they don't have a concept of high technology, they're just going to break the camera. I guess that's true. And be like, "I did it. They're dead." <laughs> Revenge. Now. Wait, what do you mean? There's eyes in space. And then begins the Kabooter uh, space, space program. The, the Kabooter space race. Where they, where they, just where they mount laser pointers on top of rocket ships. <laughs> they just The idea of just getting launched up, one Kabooter sitting in like a chair on the front with like his hands out, just like, send me to the satellite. <laughs> I will destroy it. Uh, around Earth, there are numerous satellites looking down upon us. Some man-made, some other ones are more natural. A few ones made by Kabooters just frozen in that stance of like, ah, get them. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe they can survive in the vacuum of space, Kevin. Oh, that would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they. Ha- I have to mention, at least from the pressure alone, they'll they won't survive that. Maybe they'll uh, just maybe they'll just grow three times in size, Kevin. No, uh, we've already <laughs> we've already dealt with things with. Size differentials. But I guess theirs is based on pressure, not. Uh, here, you know, here's the thing. Do you think they would accept the explanation of we're not spying on you? We're just <laughs> we're just seeing what the planet looks like from way up high. Absolutely not. No, no, absolutely <laughs> they will not. But the, but the question comes down to it, like, are they, will they stay consistently at the level that they are at? Because if they're not able to comprehend well, the idea I'm not, of... I'm not seeing a big drive for the ascension of technology, but I think in order for them to continue helping around a house, they have to somewhat advance. I like I like the idea that like as as time progresses and we reach a point where we have like toasters and microwaves and all the things like that, they they have no idea how to deal with those. So they're like cleaning, but you're like, okay, well, for some reason they <laughs> They cleaned the inside of my computer, and that kind of ruined it. <laughs> no, because they're supposed to be helpful. I think they, in, because they are supposed to be helpful, they must yeah. have some sense of being helpful. Maybe, well, maybe is, one time they go and they're like, hey, we cleaned the inside of your computer, and a human's like, fuck. <laughs> and they're like, I guess, <laughs> guess we don't do that. Yeah, I mean, there it is. There is an idea that they do. What maybe maybe the first time they clean your computer, you put a sign that says "Do not clean inside the computer." Please, you like oh, you will break the computer. Oh, I guess they don't. Guess we learned something today. Yeah, right. I think they'll learn sort of by osmosis, right? Like the I mean, the first time they they come across an electric toaster, Kevin. 
Yeah. They're going to be like, what's this? And then somebody's going to like look in there and they're going to be like, yeah, there's a bunch of crumbs in there. <laughs> All right. Well, you crawl inside. I'm going to see what this lever does. Exactly. And then, you know, they're going to eventually be like, oh, there's a tray that we can remove that has the crumbs on it. <laughs> like <laughs> well, the first time you wake up with cooked kabooter in your in your toaster. toaster. Yeah. And a sign that says, why did you lay traps for us? Uh. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Are you watching us? <laughs> How did you know we came? Um, <laughs> we came. Um, the. <laughs> well, I and mean, we, we should also point out the uh, the least the one ex- one example of where they taught someone something. Yeah, that's true. They taught the person how to make clogs. Now, is that the idea that they have been at this one level of technology for such a long time that they can help humans reach that level? But once it goes beyond, like they're not going to come in and be and teach us how to make a toaster, for example. The, the, thi- like, the thing is, Kevin, like we've been focusing on their paranoia a lot. Yeah. But really, like they seem to be pretty happy creatures, like well, pretty no, happy, pretty easygoing. Um, you know, and, and I think really what that means is in a world where they exist, they make an argument for the benefits of a simpler life just, just by simply existing. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say, I would say that definitely helps though. I mean, they have the distinct advantage of being immune to disease. That's true. Something that humans don't. Um, I, they can, I, I think they can... probably... A result would be some section of the human population choosing to live in a smaller uh, community that is less technologically advanced. Yeah, well, you're describing something that exists. I know, but I'm just saying it would be a, a new sect of that. So, so you'd have you'd have the Amish, you'd have the Hutterites, and you'd have the Kabooterites. Kib- yeah, exactly. The Kabuki. No, <laughs> that's, a, that's a different thing. We've been over this, Kevin. It's it's one of them kabooter shows. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah, I mean, you you always see people who would you know look at them and maybe take some ideas from their idea, but like the thing is that you. Once again, we said that people would be looking at their society. You can't look at their society. Well, you you can, Kevin, but it has to be an caught. accident. Well, <laughs> it's not. You can't have it planned. Like we're not, we're not going to have we're not going to have a Jane Goodall of the of the Kabooter. No, I mean we I mean we will, but then they'll lose an eye and they won't do that anymore. Exactly. Like I mean, though though really considering. The humanity's history. The there's definitely people who are like, no, no, we'll watch them. They just they won't know. <laughs> we'll be very silly. Like these these creatures are not omniscient. It's true. You could see them, and they could not see you. And as our technology does improve, we might be able to spy on them more. But then at a certain point, someone's going to be like, "Why are we doing this? They're pretty boring." Let's be honest. <laughs> Why are we doing this? The secret for their immortality. They're the equivalent of Smurfs. I mean, really, they are very close to Smurfs. Yes. Yeah, they're pretty much just. There's just, just there's just no Gargamel. Ah, uh, well, but that hunter's Gargamel. Ah, I see you killed their king. <laughs> that would be a wild episode of Smurfs where <laughs> Gargamel just shoots Papa Smurf. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then everyone says, oh, no, Papa is dead. And then all the Smurfs leave. Yep. Then they all leave. That's how that movie ended, right? Yes. I meant the Smurfs movie that came out, the one that's like live action. Yes. Yeah, where they come to our world. Yes. All right. <laughs> I don't know why I expect you to have seen the Smurfs movie. <laughs> Um, do you think there's any other large changes in this world, Kevin? Or is this just sort of kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like a live and let live situation? Well, I do I do think that at the very least we would see um, people, people who aren't, people who aren't trying to surveil them. I sort of mentioned this earlier, but you don't want to accidentally... <laughs> catch a kabooter and they think you're spying on them yeah which i think would translate into like that is the way it works in the past in the past we were like okay we want to be careful we don't want to accidentally walk in on kabooters and they think we're spying on them and they take an eye or a finger or whatever other mafia thing these people do (laughs) yeah um we don't want to make them sleep asleep with the fishes like you know but as time goes on the the things that we did in the past that helped us survive are the things that now just like quirks of the way the humans like act yeah um the reasons that we you know have innate fears of dark places or um certain... <laughs> it's not because a tiger could jump out of the darkness and eat you it's because you could come across a kabooter and they might think you were spying on them yeah so now we do things like announce ourselves before entering rooms and it's it's not even like it's polite it is just the way that we act we opened we we knock before entering. You know that whole thing where it's like, you know, oh, you should you should knock before entering a room. You know, be polite. That's just the way we have to do it as now a survival mechanism. Yeah, there are, there are real that, repercussions to not doing that. Yeah, other than just being like, oh, well, that's rude. No, now it's like <laughs> you do that or else you might lose an eye. Or, and even, or something else. And even now it that it's – It just says um, that they punish. Like we have the one concrete example of, of like blind in one eye. Yeah, that's why that's why I brought up the whole mafia things. Yeah, you know, so, but you a, know, maybe the punishment, Kevin, is just that they stop doing your chores. <laughs> that could be it, or I mean, <laughs> I have I, but they the things they want to do your chores. That's so true. That's true. You, you, that would be a punishment for them. Yeah. They will have to do something to you. Yeah, they, you know, you know, they they, they do crazy torture. <laughs> They'll things. clean they your a, computer. They, <laughs> they, you know, they they. They, they they cut you, they take out an eye, they cut off a finger, they put bamboo shoots under your fingernails. You know, they do wild and crazy things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but even as we get to now, they paint, we live in these... They paint a picture of your nemesis above your bedroom bed while you sleep so that when you wake up, you're face to face with them. Yeah. They uh, take photos of you in the shower and spread them to your closest family No, 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 family no, no. no. That's, that's surveillance, Kevin. No, but they're fine with doing surveillance. <laughs> they are hypocrites. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> the one thing we know about kabooters, they're hypocrites. Yeah. Uh, but as, as, well, not the one thing we know. Right, right. Sorry. The, hip, the Kabooters, they uh, don't like b- uh, being watched. They don't, want, they don't want to get shot, and they're hypocrites. And, they're becoming Kevin, more, they know how to make wooden shoes. And they know how to make wooden shoes. They're becoming more and more uh, human all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as we reach now, this stage of life where we're in these uh, cities, and I still think we'd still reach that because other than the 
kabooters. I don't think they do enough for us that we change. No, really what they do is they just make life more convenient, right? Like you yeah. don't have to fix that squeaky gate. You don't have to brush your cow. You don't have to clean the crumbs out of your toaster, right? Like, Well, yeah. Well, what I was saying is that as we reach now, the time where we're so concentrated, there's so many of us here and we're in these cities – you also can't expect a kabooter to be there to do the stuff for you. You might luck out and a kabooter cleans up your house in the middle of the night. And that's kind of like winning the lottery-ish. Like, yeah. it's probably a little bit more common than that. Be like, oh, cool. Kabooters came by and they dusted everything. Here's, here's uh, one thing, though, Kevin. I feel yeah. like if you're not used – if you don't have, like, a community of kabooter that you're used to having around – yeah. Having a kabooter come to your house in the middle of the night and clean everything up is actually kind of bad because you'll be like, God damn it, where are all my forks? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yes, but presumably, why presumably is everything to- on the lowest shelf? Uh, <laughs> Presumably they'll be able to, you know, somewhat adapt to your situation. I mean, true, Kevin, but they're not going to, you know, they're going to put stuff in the wrong place. Yeah, sure. Uh, sorry, finishing up what I was saying. <laughs> Now that we're in these in these pods where we don't get the uh, the computers coming around as much, like all of our all of those old things we have built into ourselves are going to seem like silly and weird, but still be f- very important parts of what it is to be human. Yeah, well, I think I think also, Kevin, it's going to be a huge delineator, sort of, of where you are from. Yeah, uh, because it's very clear they live in mountains, hills, and mushrooms. Those are the three habitats that we have yep. for them. So in places where there are not hills, mountains, or mushrooms, there are no kabooter. Yeah, and so you know, all, all along the Rockies, on these foothills area, we we'll, we have a whole bunch of kabooters. Um, in the prairies, there uh, might be slightly less. Uh, in you know when you get far into like deserts and tundras, yeah, no kabooter, no kabooter. You got to rely on yourself. Yeah, you you uh, got to do those simple chores yourself. Yeah. So the places that have kabooters are places like the Netherlands, um, probably lots of Asia, honestly. Yeah. Um, uh, all all along the in North America, well. You know, along the mountainous areas. You know, there probably that. there's probably not a lot of them on any sort of island states. Like you'd have some in Japan because there's mountains. Yeah, but uh, uh, New Zealand is hilly, so there'd be some. But you yeah. know, like Madagascar, probably not. Yeah, yeah, nope. They they uh, <laughs> they won't be making an appearance in the film Madagascar either. Nope, nope. Well, that <laughs> starring in a movie is too close to being surveilled, Kevin. Well, no, they'll they'll. I'm not saying that the Kabooters would play the Kabooters in those films. You realize that movie is CG animated, right? What? <laughs> yeah, that zebra doesn't actually dance. That zebra's not actually Eddie Murphy. Wait, Chris Rock. Chris Rock's the zebra. Yeah. What yeah. the What the fuck, Kevin? How could you mess that up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. So, so really what we're saying is in a world where the kabooters exist, people are just more polite. I, no, it, I don't think polite is the right term because you can still be an asshole and announce your presence. I guess that's true. People are a lot more loud and aware of entering rooms because you think of it even this way. 
if you are a criminal, would you break into a house knowing <laughs> that there might be a kabooter in there? And if you break into the house, they're going to think you are watching them. Well, uh, yeah, because you're dressed in like a black mask and stuff. Yeah, you look like the movie's watching them. I think, weirdly enough, we might see a dip in house breaking. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're right. Because it, cause you don't have to worry about the homeowner. I mean, that is something you have to worry about. But there's, but especially in the past, there's a decent chance there were kabooters in there that will just hurt you. They'll just fuck you up. So, they'll just fuck you up. And you, you imagine, I'm going to paint a word picture for you very quickly. You're, you're upstairs in your bed. You're sleeping there. You, you wake up and you hear some noise downstairs. And you're like, oh, I guess there's kabooters in my house. Yeah. You're like, all right. And then you hear a window smashing, and you're like, oh, my God, am I being robbed? And then you hear someone go, oh, shit, ah! Like, oh, <laughs> oh, the kabooters, kabooters got deal with the robber. <laughs> the kabooters going got back to sl- the, I <laughs> Going back to sleep. This might be my favorite side effect we've ever had for introducing a creature into a world. Is it to be less home break-ins? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> The, the, anything that involves entering a room unannounced is yeah. inherently more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're talking about robbing a bank, steal. Like, it, if you do it during the day, you're safe. You have a you have a decent chance. But I don't think there's anything in there that says they only come out at night. No, it, say, it says they prefer night. Yeah, they prefer, but <laughs> but they'll come out during the day. We'll still have some brazen daylight robberies. Yeah. When you try to sing into a bank in the middle of the night, the the commuters don't know the difference between a house someone lives in and a, an office building. No, they don't. Of course they don't. Yeah. Although they're less likely to appear in those sorts of buildings just because those are more metropolitan. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, there'll be, le- there'll be less of any sort of <laughs> crimes that involve entering rooms unannounced, which is most crimes. It's true. If yeah. you're less likely to commit crimes after listening to our podcast, please give us a rating review wherever you're listening to us. Yeah, and if you're uh, if you're more likely, then uh, please make sure you tell us. Uh, you do that on uh, Twitter. I'm at Strawman K. Weir, and I'm at Mighty Fuse, and you can hit us together at Third Spacecast. You can also send us an email. This Third Space Podcast at gmail.com. And you can check out our website, ThirdSpacePodcast.com. And our theme song is Barog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I plumb the depths of your basement. Can we stay here? Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs>